Okay, folks. Uh, we'll tell you. It was an interesting week, especially in the aftermath of what happened with DeMar Hamlin and the Bills, and also the decision that the NFL made should the, the situation arise in the playoffs. But, you know, it was time to make sure that uh, everything folded into place for the end of the season. Yeah, it was our old hated rivals, Bill Belapuke and the New England Patriots. And, I mean, New England, apparently, they missed the playoffs, thanks to us. As you know what, it was pretty uh, hairy air for a little while. But then, one old friend who came back to the Bills, who was elevated from the practice squad, John Ten Speed and Brown Shoe, decided to make a very spectacular touchdown catch. And also another spectacular touchdown catch by Stefan Diggs the competition. Tink, tink, pew, ting. That's what happens when you, he digs the competition and scores a touchdown. He grows a flower and you plant it to hope for another dig the competition, if you know what I mean. But how about Nikeem Hines? Yeah, why have a dud spud when Nikeem can b get Buffalo a greater potato? You pour on the Hines gravy. That's what he did. Two kickoff returns for touchdowns in one game. The first time that's happened in 12 years. The last time it, I guess, some, uh, it happened for Buffalo was like three years, three months ago. And you know what? DeMar Hamlin's uh, number is three, and there was a whole lot of threes there. Could it be coincidence? Who knows? We'll see. But... Whatever, Hamlin keeps recovering nicely, and in fact, he was transferred from the University of Cincinnati Hospital to a Buffalo hospital to continue his recovery. Amazing recovery. Uh, you don't know whether he's going to play again, but you know what? It's cool seeing that DeMar Hamlin's making such great progress. And now there's $7 million in his charity to help underprivileged kids in his Pittsburgh suburb for toys. That's a lot of toys, Hamlin. You gotta figure out, what, we, what are you gonna do for the kids? Seven million bucks of toys. That sounds pretty cool. But now, Buffalo's got the even bigger things to fry, if you know what I mean. Because of the whole thing with the playoff situation, Buffalo is the number two seed. You could maybe list them as 1A, but as the number two seed, they take on the fish. Of course, people say, hey, they're mammals. Okay, the Miami Dolphins, but to Bill's Mafia, they're the fish, and they play this coming Sunday in Orchard Park. You gotta wonder who's gonna be the quarterback. I mean, Tua Tagovailoa's taken a few too many hits to the head. I mean, he could be coming into the huddle if they clear him to play, going, humana, 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 humana. And, I mean, Miami knows it's going to be a long game. Of course, you got Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson. And you saw how the Dolphins played with Skylar Thompson 
They just barely got past the Jets. Well, whatever. It's going to be Buffalo and Miami this Sunday. And I mean, it's going to be real interesting come a couple of weeks if Buffalo makes it to the championship game. And it's going to be against Kansas City. Thankfully, it won't be at Arrowhead Stadium. They're going to have to find a neutral site. You know what? I think they ought to adapt the Section 5 way of doing things. Have a meet in the middle between that old Georgia Pine. Of course, there's no Georgia Pines up north. But speaking of Georgia, I'll get back to them in a couple of minutes. You know what? I found midway between Buffalo and Kansas City is Indianapolis. Actually, it's about seven miles beyond Indianapolis, but you know what? Indianapolis is close enough. Could be interesting if they decide to make Lucas Oil Stadium the place where they play the AFC Championship game if push comes to shove. Of course, voting against it was Cincinnati's owner. Who knew? Of course, we'll see in the coming weeks. Let's go, Buffalo. Keep it going, Damar Hamlin. I'm very happy of the progress you've made, young man. Keep it going. But speaking of progress, that doesn't seem to be going on with Syracuse. Yes. I mean, Syracuse had two interesting opponents on its schedule. One that I thought it would easily beat. One that I knew would be a tall order but could play with them. And I mean, let's just say, Louisville, who's definitely having a down year, who's not the Louisville Cardinals of old, gave Syracuse all that it could handle. And I thought, yeah, Syracuse is hopefully improving. And I mean, it would have been a disgrace to go down to Louisville. But thankfully, Syracuse showed enough scrappiness and guile to get past the Cardinals and avoid a real embarrassment. But then they go to Virginia, and you know how tough the Cavaliers are on their home court with Tony Bennett, who didn't leave his heart in San Francisco, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Syracuse fell down at one point by about 20 points, but they did rally. And I mean, Syracuse showed a lot of guile, but they came up short against the Cavaliers. I knew that would be a tall order. But I mean, if we're to show that we're improved, we gotta play better and we gotta win those games. And of course, we got two interesting games coming up this week. Tomorrow night, we play Virginia Tech. And Saturday, we play Notre Dame on our home court. Maybe we could get two wins. Maybe we could start to show them, hey, we can get back to the postseason. But I mean, a lot of people are saying, is this Bayheim's farewell tour? Well, we'll see about that. A couple of the freshmen especially, uh, Judah Mintz, Malik Brown, and them have stepped up pretty good. Benny Williams has improved, but Jesse Edwards... You don't know about him. I mean, sometimes he shows he can be lights out as a center. Sometimes he can be a bum. Who knows? But I mean, this Syracuse team, we gotta search for a little consistency, guys. Let's keep it going. Hopefully in a way to get back to the postseason. 
speaking of postseasons, I mean, yeah, I thought a lot of people hoped the glass slipper was going to fit Texas Christian against Georgia. Who knew that the Horned Frogs were really outclassed by some Bulldogs? I know Bulldogs are tenacious, and I know they can be... And I know they can kind of look like this. That's the way my mother looked when one of us misbehaved. We always looked like this. And I mean, she looked like this. And her eyebrows would go up and down. And her right hand would become deformed. And when she talked, she shook her finger like this. While you tell you, well, you'll get over here. Why don't you tell me? See, my mom sometimes had that bulldog look. And boy, were they tenacious last night. And boy, Texas Christian definitely looked outclassed. Who'd have thunk Georgia was going to put 65 points on the board against Texas Christian? That wasn't a national championship game. That was a sacrificial lamb. Almost like what happens when a carpenter goes into his workshop. He sacrifices a pine board every morning. Could that be what Georgia was doing to some horned frogs? Of course, horned frogs are unique creatures, but that's almost like what it was. I mean, I hope Texas Christian and Max Duggan could have had a storybook ending. But you know, sometimes bulldogs are too tenacious. And already, Georgia's considered a big favorite for next year to repeat as a threesome. I mean, it's almost like it was in the early 80s when Herschel Walker was playing for the Bulldogs and run Lindsey Run and everything. Georgia now seems to become the juggernaut now of college football. And what is Alabama thinking? They stole our thunder! Nick Saban... Maybe it's time for you to retire. Who knows? I don't know how many time, more times Alabama's going to get there. But of course, with college football expanding to a 12-team playoff, we'll see. And last but not least, Minders. What happened? You know, I know you always like to have these quadruple headers with your main rival. That's... Been the thing the last few years. But why would you let your rivals come into your own gym and run you off the court? All four games were won by Waterloo over Minders, and that was on our home court. You know what? It's like some, someone coming in to your house, punching your mother, and saying, Hey, you don't do that. Oh, watch me. Let me do it again. That's exactly the way it was, Minders. Haven't you got any pride? And I mean, watching the girls' basketball, I thought Minders was a little improved this year. I thought maybe they could give Waterloo a tussle. Shows how far between it is. I mean, they're um, in the youth programs, I mean, we got two great mics. Mike Bree, who is the coach of Waterloo, runs the youth program there in Waterloo. And we got good old Mike Alessio running the youth program here for the girls in Seneca Falls. 
Both of them great guys. Both of them great teachers. But I think somebody's a little more advanced not to pour cold water on Mike Alessio. But I mean, three years, Waterloo has not lost in Finger Lakes play. And I mean, you gotta wonder, how long can the streak go? It could go for quite a while. And it shows Miners has got a lot to work on to be able to play with Waterloo. You can't just uh, depend on Haley Mosh all the time. She is a great presence there in the c center of the, uh, of the court there for Miners, but she seems to be doing pretty much most of the scoring. She needs help. Come on, Ella Worth. Come on, Lauren McDermott. Come on, all the rest of the Miners girls. You need to step it up. And also, who'd have thought that Waterloo boys had improved so much, they would beat us by that much on our home court. About 16, 17 points. On our home court, no less. What I have to say is this. Waterloo definitely looks much improved boys. Mel, they, maybe they could even contend for a Section 5 title. Waterloo girls, they could go for a state title. And hopefully this time, win it. Miners, you need work to do. And that's all I gotta say on this episode. And I mean, I'm gonna sign off by saying, I said, hip, hop, hip a dee hip a dee hip a dee hop, and you don't stop. Bring it up to the bang, to the booger, to bang, bang, the booger, to the booger, to be. See ya.